0: Everyone to the most accurate podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Isles. With me is my phenomenal co-host Jen Akins. Jen, how's it going, buddy?
1: We are full twins down to look at our little mic things. We, yeah, have, we the have the color. same color. <laughs> okay, this is super weird. For those of you that are that are not watching and listening, we are literally both wearing black shirts, same color glasses, and we have the same uh cord color, which is not a normal. It's like a turquoise. It's, turquoise-y true. it's color. weird. These
0: are actually my backup headphones because I couldn't find my usual ones. Right. No.
1: I wonder if they're the same. Oh no, yeah. Anyway, um that's hilarious. We are full twins. Uh, this is what
0: happens when you work together as long yeah. as we have Jen. This is what happens. True. You just we you are, just kind of mold into each other. That's Our
1: eyes. I wonder if our prescription. Well, mine are just readers, so they're probably not <laughs> not the same. Um but no, I'm doing well. I, I can't say. You know, I'm a little um a little tired, man. It's uh it's been a long off season. I yeah. am absolutely ready for uh legit football. Not only to watch from a watching perspective, but just from our perspective. Like I'm I'm done with the word ADP. I'm done, you know, I, I'm ready to move to matchups and things that are, you know, tangible uh, as opposed to the speculation. But uh, yeah, can't complain. It's a little cooler here, which, uh, you know, I, I, I complain on a weekly basis on this podcast how ridiculously hot I am. But we're in the 70s here uh, today in Denver. So can never complain about that. Uh, what's going on with you? How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, tomorrow, I just want a quick little plug. I'm going to be tracking all the roster cuts all day. I've got an article up on the website right now tracking the 2023 roster cuts. Uh, I'll just kind of anyone that's fantasy relevant or kind of fantasy relevant or their release makes someone else fantasy relevant, I'll probably post on up there and I'll keep it updated for the next couple of days, including some uh, waiver wire ads with some other teams. I'm also going to continue up, g- updating the return specialist articles. This is a busy week for me because uh, returners come and go this week they get cut and then they get picked up elsewhere and then after week one it all gets blown uh blown out of the water anyway but i'm doing well uh it's also nice and cool here so i went for a nice long walk and i didn't have to like change every article of clothing i'm wearing so that was always (laughs) a plus uh (laughs) today we are going to uh address some hot takes and i just want to uh i just want to say this i appreciate all the people on Twitter and the staff and the people on discord and everybody that sent us uh hot takes their hottest takes going into the season anyone in the chat that wants to give us hot takes feel free it's nice to see we've got a couple uh awesome people hi samson hi zachary nice to see you both in the chat i i just want to say this is in good fun so we're gonna we're gonna use some hyperbolic words and we're gonna uh you know poke fun and we're gonna agree with some stuff but it's all in good fun we all appreciate all of you and hot takes are the funnest stuff around so even if we disagree with your take you you Go get your hot takes. Enjoy your hot takes. Go get your player flag plant. And then at me next year when I'm wrong and you're right. I just want to <laughs> preface it by that. Uh, before we get into that, I do want to do our better than better in best ball segment because we're wrapping up those underdog uh, tournament drafts. I know I'm still drafting right now. I know I've seen you out there drafting, Jen. Uh, one thing I want to say, we had a, a staff member, Pranav, our, our our friend Pranav, had a hot take, said that... Uh, Zeke Elliott would lead the league in touchdowns and is a top 12 option. So I thought this was a good one to start with since it's, uh, uh, I think Zeke is better in best ball personally. I'm not, I'm not going to Jamal Williams him (laughs) and think about him as a Jamal Williams redraft option. What are you thinking, Jen?
1: I am not going to mental gymnastic myself with with Zeke Elliott this season and have to look at him on my roster and decide to put him in or not. It's not going (laughs) to happen. Honestly, I'm not even really taking him in best ball. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't know how much he has left. I don't really know that offense is so weird anyway, that I just, I'm not sure that I'm going to invest in him regardless of what his ADP. I'm not sure where it's, it's landing right now. Um, I'm sure it's probably gone up since he signed with the Patriots, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that I'm, uh, I think I'm out, but yes, better in best ball. If I had to
0: pick it's, uh, he's going up a little bit. He's still available in double digit rounds. I'll sprinkle him in, in best ball, just because the the Patriots yeah. are crazy in running back situations. I, I did a little digging. So New England was 17th in the league in points scored last year. Detroit was fifth in points scored. So Jamal Williams for Detroit led the league in rushing touchdowns with 17. Austin Eckler led the league in total touchdowns with 18, but rushing touchdowns was Jamal Williams. Uh, That's a bit of a leap uh, for new England to go up. I'm just worried new England won't score enough points for to
1: do that. I don't know. I mean, I just don't see him getting near that, you know, high, high team touchdowns. I just, I don't, I mean, that's, you know, there's only 17 games. I mean, you're looking at, I mean, how many touchdowns are the Patriots gonna score per game? Like a few at the I mean, I don't know what their what their implied team total, you know, the average is for the season. We could probably look that up, but uh I'm sure they're probably not projected to score too too much. So
0: that said, I, I don't mind him in best ball if he's your fifth or sixth yeah. running back. Uh similarly, Dalvin Cook is another guy signed with the Jets. I think he's gonna have some value in some weeks and no value in other weeks. So best ball, double digit round, sure. What how are yeah. you approaching Cook?
1: I think Dalvin cook is in a situation. I think that he's going to do a little bit better from the get. And I don't know about, you know, touchdown wise, but you know, Brees hall, I feel like he is going to be a little kid glovey, right? He's coming back uh, from, from injury. And I don't know that he's going to be that great to start the season. So I think Dalvin might start off. Okay. And then once, you know, once Brees hall comes on, um, Dalvin might, you know, take a step back a little bit in volume and and production. So uh, once again, that's, Better in best ball, right? I mean, you're hoping that he gets a few good spike weeks off the front and then doesn't do anything. But as, at a double-digit round, that's fine.
0: No, that's my uh, – yeah, I, I agree with you completely. So those guys, both better in best ball. And to our good friend, Pernod, uh, I have two rankings uh, I'm going to uh, – first off, we're going to uh, do the hot meter, right? Because some takes are hotter than others. So I've got a five-level hot meter, one through five. I've got ice cold, tepid water, spicy, scorching hot, and flamethrower. That's what I've got for the hottest takes, right? And then uh, we're going to determine it as an "I hear you," like we, we got that, or "settle down." And so, Pranav, uh, we love you. I'm going to give that a a flamethrower take. Uh, I think it's a flamethrower hot take that Zeke Elliott will lead the league in rushing touchdowns. Yeah,
1: that's that's as flamethrower as you get, honestly. Yeah. And I'm gonna
0: and I'm and I'm going to give you a hardcore settle down.
1: <laughs> what was that? Was there some sort of Oh, spicy. Oh, Sal's got
0: a spicy. Look at Sal. The spicy sound. I like it. Yeah, He's we're going to get the a hardcore.
1: <laughs> I was like, are you hearing that or is it just me? Um, yes, I'm with you.
0: Settle down. Yeah. Settle Hardcore down. settle down. So thank you very much, Pranav. Uh, So let's move forward with some more of these hot takes. There is one uh, our friend Mr. Scampers put out there says, David Montgomery outscores Jameer Gibbs in fantasy this year. Uh, I like this one, Mr. Scampers. This is exciting. It's also very similar. I'm going to loop this in with one that we got uh, on YouTube. Jameer Gibbs doesn't finish as a top 12 running back. Uh, that was brought to us by at SeanG978 on YouTube. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Mr. Scampers. Uh, I'm going to start by rating that since since he's the ranked as the number nine right now. He's ranked as, I know, I, I love it. We've got fire in the corner. I'm going to rank it as scorching hot. Now, four out of five, scorching hot. What do you think?
1: I'm going to go with a three there because a I think spicy? it depends. Well, I think it depends. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to remember the term. Oh, no,
0: I'll just keep you, saying it.
1: You help me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am going to give that a, it depends on scoring format, right? Uh-huh. I think okay. if you're talking like a standard, I can see that happening. PPR, I, I don't know that Montgomery outscores Gibbs. I don't. But I think in standard, if he gets a lot of that goal line, Jamal Williams that we were just talking about, if he gets that work from last year, uh, then I could see Montgomery outscoring him. So I think I give it a three and I, and I think uh, I-, I don't hate it. Scampers I'm, I'm, I'm there, but in PPR, I, I give it a-, a settle down.
0: All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to do- know if that's allowed, but that's what I'm doing. You can do that. I think okay. that's fair. Uh, Mr. Scamp- okay. I'm just going to say, I hear you. Cause uh, Jameer <laughs> Gibbs is a rookie and I like him and I'm excited. I think RB nine is kind of ridiculous. Uh, so I'm excited about the Detroit offense, but. DeAndre Swift, RB 21 in points per game last year. I know he was hurt, and I know he was kind of used sporadically, but they really wanted to give the ball to Jamal Williams uh, in the red zone. I think that's going to continue with David Montgomery. They paid him to come and do that job. Dan Campbell's a little old school. So I, I don't think that's crazy. I'm kind of slowly buying a little David Montgomery and letting other people take Jameer Gibbs uh, at ADP. I kind of liked Gibbs when he was – a fourth fifth rounder he's kind of inched up and I I don't like him in the third
1: (laughs) yeah you know I did Brandon and I were talking uh last night we both had home leagues yesterday and uh I actually was targeting him in my home league because I I was in the 12 spot and I started out uh, I double tapped wide receiver and I was like "Ooh, I'm gonna grab him at like 4-1 uh and he went like mid-third I was like all right well I'm not you know that's 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 pricey for Gibbs
0: yeah, absolutely. I was, like, I was
1: thinking even I may, oh well, four one, it might be a little early, but I mean at this point, yeah, he's he's climbing.
0: So we're gonna we're gonna determine this as spicy and uh I hear you. Although Jen, uh I hear definitely hear you in a standard yes. format. All right. So I like that. Uh just wanted to point out real quick, if you go to 444.com slash plans and use promo code YouTube, you save 25% off on a subscription. Any subscription at 444 4 Fantasy Football, go and check that out. That's four FOR4.com. So uh, we've got Bouncing Muffin in the chat. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Wants to say that that's Drake London. That's a fantastic London, name. It's a good name. Uh, Drake know. London will finish as a wide receiver one this year. So top 12 receiver for Drake London uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. That Atlanta Falcons offense is going to be interesting to watch. Uh, first off, how spicy do you rate that, Jen?
1: Um, I think that's kind of. I don't want to say tepid. What's the one in between? What's so it's, the,
0: it, you go from tepid water to spicy.
1: I'll go spicy. I mean it's not like I mean I think he's be I think he's being drafted right now at what like wide receiver 18 20 something like that. He's he's in that range. So I don't think it's that crazy. I mean it just needs, you know, a couple people to get hurt, which will happen and then, you know, like I don't think it's that. So you know, I'm going tepid. I'm going tepid. I'm okay.
0: going to go to I kind of agree with you. Tepid water makes sense to me. Uh, no offense, Bouncing bouncing Muffin. I do like Drake London. I think you're fine. And I'm going to say I hear you. I think it's a reasonable yeah. take. Yeah.
1: No, I do too. I like Drake London. I've been drafting him all over the place. So I, it's not like I'm knocking the, the actual uh, take because I think it can, I guess my point is I think it can happen.
0: So we're between tepid water and Spice. Maybe I should do that like two and a half where it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's tepid water, but you've kind of, you've turned the burner on. It's just not hot yet. Yeah, that's that's where we'll go with that. All right. So uh let's go to our next hot take that was sent into us. Uh this is from uh at blessed be blessed bet it at six six five on YouTube. Uh Jamar Chase will break Cooper Cup's record for most wide receiver fantasy points in a season. Cooper Cup set that record in 2021, had the triple crown, phenomenal season. Uh breaking the record. So, Jen, I call that a flamethrower. What do you think?
1: I, I go for whatever that
0: is scorching hot. I think it's, I
1: think it's scorching ish, but I also don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibilities. Okay. All right. You know, I mean, cup really, well,
0: cup had 367 half PPR points in 2021. Jamar chase averaged 16.6 last year, which is more than he did as a rookie. Right. Right. Uh, He would need 20.44 and to play all season. To break that record so that's to average four more fantasy right. points per and, game and play all season
1: and likely a healthy joe burrow right so that's that's you also a, that's yep. also a thing um it's tough because chase clearly has more target competition right i mean cup is really you know you're looking at tutu atwell and and van jefferson and, and higby <laughs> right so everyone's fa- your favorite higby uh so i don't know i mean I think it's spicy. I don't think it's completely crazy to the point that it would never happen. But if it were me and I and I, and I was a betting person, which I am, um, I would probably not take that bet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, So I would call it a flamethrower take because breaking a record, an all-time record, is always a flamethrower take. To right. Me, right. Sure. Uh, and I'm going to say settle down. Like, we love <laughs> car chase, uh, but like you said it's target share like there's there's a lot of mouths to feed in cincinnati will terrell came and joined us hi will asks if burrow doesn't play the first week can chase right. still do it that's a big question. If Burrow misses any time, then I think that blows it completely out of the water. Uh, a lot of things, kind of everything, has to go right to win that triple crown to that, break a fantasy record. And I just don't see it. Right. I think he's going to have a great season. Could finishes the wide receiver one this year, but as far as all time break record, I, I'm going to I'm going to give you a, a very nice and friendly settle down.
1: I think we also have to point out that. That team and that offense is kind of a slow burn, right? They never, they don't come out of the gate hot. And you, in order to break a record like that, you kind of have to. And yeah. this offense, at least, you know, the recent historically with Burrow, they don't come out hot. They they kind of come on later. So, um, yeah. So it could happen, but eh, settle down. So
0: yeah, <laughs> but points points for how hot that take is, though. All right. Sure. So uh, so this is one from our producer Sal. I'm going to move on to. Uh, I'm going to say Sam Howell. Finishes the season as a top five fantasy quarterback. That's Sal's take. Thank you very much, Sal, for this take. Sam Howell, uh, the love has gone completely, completely uh, off the rails, Jen. I love Sam Howell. Top five quarterback. No,
1: no, (laughs) that is scorching and that is settled down. We don't even, I mean, I like Sam Howell as much as the next person, probably a little more than the next person. Uh, The rushing upside is there. He has the weapons. Of course, Terry... Now has turf toe, which can be linger and can be an issue. Uh, but he does have weaponry. Um, but I just, I cannot see him cracking the top five. I don't even see him cracking the top 10. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, he may sneak in and have a few, t- like quarterback one weeks per se in the fantasy realm. But at the end of the year, when we're talking either total points or fantasy points per game, I just top five, no.
0: Sal just added, uh, I almost said QB one overall. Of course he did. Listen, it's Sal. I mean, I'm
1: surprised he didn't write Alex Smith will return and somehow become a top five (laughs) quarterback. I mean, we know it's Sal and we know the situation. But uh, listen, I'm excited for Sam Howell. I I drafted him in in Scott Fishbowl and I've taken him in best ball uh the the home league that I was in last night I really like I wanted to squeeze him in and I just I couldn't do it and he's still on the waiver wire and I part of me wants to go back and but I'm like I'm not going to carry an extra one just to have him so no one gets him later but I also I mean I drafted Justin Herbert like I can't you know there's no need for Sam Howell
0: (laughs) uh there's a lot of Sam Howell on this we've got a few on here and uh Uh, You know, top 12, I think I can buy. Like, he sneaks in there. Top five, I'm going to give a very friendly settle down. (laughs) William (laughs) Stevenson added, uh, Jahan Dotson finishes as a top 10 wide receiver. I think Terry McCorn needs to miss a lot of time for that. What do you think? Yeah.
1: No, yeah. And I like Jahan Dotson. And I'm actually bummed at how high his ADP has become. I'm glad I I drafted him a lot this summer before uh, he's gotten to where he is now because he has been, uh, he's now... I mean, he's like a single-digit guy now, which is yeah. insane. I mean, and, and you know, he he was he was he came on great last year, uh, and so I'm excited for him. And like you said, I think Terry is going to have to to miss some time with that turf toe because I think if they're both healthy, I just don't know that either of them finishes a top ten, to be
0: honest. Yeah, I mean, I so I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a, uh, a that that same like. I've got the water started, but it's not quite boiling yet. Uh two and tanks. a half. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna say, yeah, kinda settle down. But I hear you. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So uh let's see. I've got a couple more in the chat and then we'll get back to stuff that we've got. What are we and-
1: gonna do ours, by the way?
0: We'll do we'll do ours later. Okay. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Anthony and Will have conflicting CJ Stroud comments that they brought to the chat. Uh Anthony says CJ Stroud wins rookie of the year. Will says CJ Stroud won't even finish the year as a starter. And I'm assuming that Will doesn't mean uh that he gets hurt i'm assuming will me th- means right. he gets benched uh i i love the takes appreciate the takes uh i'm gonna say will's take is kind of scorching hot because i think that cj stroud i i think they're gonna even if they go two and 15 i think they're gonna kind of roll with him and let him take his punches
1: yeah i mean what are they yeah. gonna do put davis mills in there like what's the yeah. point I, i'm down with that
0: um and then anthony cj stroud wins rookie of the year he he might i i would probably. I mean, Bijan Robinson is going to be a tough one to beat.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's a couple there's a couple wide receivers that could sneak in there depending on what happens. So I am um, I'm going to go with a a definite uh, settle down on that one. Yeah, I'm going to get that a, a
0: I'm going to give that one scorching yeah, hot, and I'm going to say settle yeah, down. <laughs> agree,
1: we we are concur there.
0: All right. So, uh, we've got another one here. Uh, this one is another one I'm going to call scorching hot. Uh, Kyle Pitts will be the tight end one. That's from our friend, Chris, gee, oh, uh, Kyle Pitts, tight end one. So above Travis, Kelsey above all those individuals, uh, just want to quickly say he was 20th in fantasy points per game last year, 12th in 2021 in fantasy points per game. I'm going to call that a flamethrower take because, of the elite tight ends that are they're putting in front of him and I'm gonna I'm gonna say without hesitation, settle down Chris.
1: <laughs> Our Lord and Savior Kyle Pitts is here to finish his tight end one. uh yeah you know how I feel about Kyle Pitts I mean, I think that uh you know hopefully he has a better season he's still kind of hurt like he's not full he's not in full full gear yet and not fully out there. so I don't know. I just don't trust Arthur Smith. I just don't trust the whole situation. And I, I think that I think the Falcons do take a leap this year. Like I'm not opposed to the Falcons. I mean, we just talked about Drake London. I, you know, I, I think there's going to be production on that offense. I just don't see Kyle Pitts leapfrogging Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey really in any way. I, I don't know. I say top five. isn't that to me, that's even a hot take because I'm not drafting him there. So. But
0: I, I did a double take. I had to make sure it didn't say top five, cause right? Because I, I was like, "Oh, that that would be."
1: Yes, yeah, he will just wrote two words: Arthur Smith, which is what I just said. So yeah, <laughs> same. Uh, uh,
0: William just... Stevenson has the same one that we got from Discord from Greg Sylvander. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, William. Uh, Devontae Smith finishes ahead of AJ Brown in fantasy points this year. Uh, I made that prediction last year, and it was wrong, but it wasn't that wrong. It was uh, he yeah. was the wide receiver nine. AJ Brown was the wide receiver five. I'm gonna give it a spicy take a three out of five and i'm gonna say i hear you i hear you on that one what do you think jen yeah
1: i mean i i can see it sure i don't know i mean i think that 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 offense is going to be uh good again right uh they still have a good line they still have a good everything they're going to be good again and i think that that's you know i give it like a tepid because i think it can happen i like it i mean i'm down with it if it does I like, and I, bo- I like them both and i will Good. say
0: this i think that if at the end of the year you take out Devonte smith's top three games and aj brown's top three games Devonte smith will end up higher i think aj brown just has those explosive games right <laughs> right so, uh let's hear this one is from frank underscore farquad on twitter uh it says sam howell finishes as a top 10 quarterback which we discussed but also says uh we begin to ask if Patrick Mahomes is a system quarterback, which I'm going to say, Frank. Thank you for playing. Appreciate your <laughs> comment. Uh, I, I'm going to say, settle down. Mahomes, I think is I. Even though Andy Reid and There's always that chicken before the egg quarterback and coach conversation in general. But I think Mahomes. I don't know what else he has to prove. What do you think, Jen?
1: Yeah, I mean you. I mean, if you're just looking at stats and scoreboard and whatnot, then you could say, okay, maybe whatever. But if you actually watch the guy play, you can't say that. I mean, he makes ridiculous plays with his legs, with his arms, whatever. And that's not a system situation. That's athleticism and that's him. So uh yeah, that's a settle down and that's a yeah whatever. <laughs> five, six
0: All right, so let's uh, let's do two that aren't fantasy related, real quick. We got two. We'll zip through those real quick. Yeah, just real real football. We're gonna
1: talk real football.
0: Just real quick. Uh, Our friend at Jay Lizard on YouTube said Jacoby Brissett gets sent back to Indianapolis in a trade for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, So there's a couple things there. I'm gonna call that scorching hot because. Uh, I just don't think Indianapolis is in the market for a quarterback uh, right now, and they shouldn't uh, be. And also, Jonathan Taylor, you know, I don't know that Washington's in the market for a running back right now. So,
1: yeah, they have two good ones that they like, uh, and I don't know that they why like they have Sam Howell, who's had one start. Like, why would you get rid of a, a good veteran? in that locker room and, you know, as a backup with the, listen, we all see the way the quarterbacks get hurt and what happens, like you have to have a decent backup. Why would they get rid of Jacoby Brissett? Who's a very serviceable backup uh, to someone that's unproven. Like we're, we talked about Sam Howell. We're all excited about Sam Howell, but the truth of the matter is he's played one game, you know, and he's had a decent preseason as well, but he played one game last year. So I I just, I don't see that. I just, it it doesn't make sense for either team.
0: I don't know that Indianapolis wants to carry three quarterbacks into the season. So that's kind of my thought is is even if even if Washington was interested, which I don't think they are, Indianapolis, I think they're happy with Gardner Minshew as the backup. Yeah. And they're certainly not. Yeah. They've already stated Anthony Richardson as the starter. So I'm there. Uh the other non uh non-hold well,
1: on. Sal gave us a settle down from his own over there. <laughs> don't need a backup QB when Sam Howell is never going to get benched or hurt. Settle down.
0: Okay, hey, Thank you, Sal. Appreciate that. William Stevenson also says that fantasy takes are uh, far superior to real NFL takes. That's a hot take as well. Thank you for that, William. Uh, this is one. We actually got this earlier uh, in the chat as well. The New York Jets will finish as a top 16 this year. Uh, I took that to mean top six in the league by record. That's what I... Uh, that's How I took that, yeah. So, I thought
1: I think I saw that in the chat. Someone said top five,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: when it started, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was our, it was our that friend, Zach.
0: uh, what we got. We got it from Space Ghost Force on Discord as well, top six. So that's what we him. ended up that's with. That's Zach, yeah. same dude, Brandon. That's Zach. Oh, so Zach is even <laughs> more bullish now yeah, than same, he was yeah. when he sent in on the Discord. Thank you he's, very much, he's Zach. Going Appreciate in, that. uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I, I, I think that's a tepid water take because the top six. Last year, top seven all won twelve wins. All had twelve wins. I think with Aaron Rodgers and all the offensive weapons, I mean, it's a tough division. I wouldn't bet on them winning, but I think it's I think it's reasonable, so I hear you.
1: Let me see real quick. Um, I want to look at the.
0: They do have two games against the the Bills, two games against the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm looking
1: at our at our uh, our NFL betting tool that we have at 444, 4, which is awesome. It's got every spread, everything for the whole season laid out, color coded. It's fantastic. Um, let me see real quick. So the Jets. They are projected to win 11 games. So, like you said, that kind of puts them. All they have to do is win one or two more, and they're there
0: put some right in there so uh so yeah very uh I hear you I hear you on that Zach so uh, I'm with you there. I hope it
1: doesn't happen though I mean Brandon as as Dolphin fans like I, how do you I'm even... a Dolphins
0: fan I'm not yeah kidding.
1: I mean for me <laughs> I cannot root for the Jets in any way shape or form ever uh however I uh you know take, take the take the Dolphin hat off and the analyst on I can see it happening. Sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, KDA two two one on Discord sent us. Brock Purdy finishes as the QB six with Ayuk and Debo not even cracking the wide receiver twenty five. So, oh, um, so I'm going to call it spicy, a three out of five, because um, the Brock is less spicy and the Debo and the Ayuk are mer- very spicy to me.
1: I mean, so what? He's throwing a kittle all season, and that's where he's getting his points, or he's rushing uh, like I don't I know. Think- that's a-
0: I think the idea is he's spreading it around a ton and Christian McCaffrey is is getting a oh ton yeah of it. him yeah so <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the idea behind it. I will say Debo was wide receiver 26 last year in points per game. Uh Ayuk was wide receiver 15 overall. It's hard to imagine Ayuk doing worse with Brock Purdy all season, uh unless Yosemite Darnold takes over at some point, uh due to injury, but uh, but Purdy was the QB8 over the six weeks that he was the starter. So, like, QB6, that seems very – I'm going to give you a I hear you on Brock Purdy and a settle down on, on Ayuk and Debo. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah, okay. And I think it's spicy. I think it's yeah. a spicy take. I'll so. give it a three. Spicy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Swan on Discord says Travis Kelsey will not finish as the tight end one. So uh, what do you think of that one, Jen?
1: I think that that's a, um, I don't know. I give it like a tepid cause I feel like tight end is so, I mean, yes, the one consistent is Travis Kelsey and then everything else is so, um, just I, I I'm drawing a blank on a word I'm trying to think of, but anyway, I feel like it's, it, it fluctuates, right? Tight end is, is, but I mean, Kelsey is the most consistent, but then again, like you just never know. But then again, I'm sitting here talking to myself back and forth. They're receiving, it's the same deal that we have every year. There's no, like, even in the preseason, you know, I write the preseason recaps and I'm looking at the snap count and I'm looking I'm like, it's, they, I mean, Mahomes spread it. And even, you know, their backups, there's no clear wide, there's not even a wide receiver one there right now. It's all, it's just a bunch of guys. So Kelsey is kind of their wide receiver one. I think the only way real, okay, I'm going to back all the way up. I think the only way he doesn't finish as tight end one is if he gets hurt. So I think that's completely spicy and settle down. Okay. I'm right. sorry. I-, I just babbled for five minutes to get myself there, but that that's my take.
0: So Kelsey <laughs> was the tight end two two years ago. He's been the tight end one more often than not over the past five, six, seven years. Uh, I'm going to call it a little spicy because you know, Travis Kelsey's incredible, but it's also a little tepid because you're saying won't be the tight end one. So, like, there's a lot of range of possibilities there. So I'm going to say I hear you and also <laughs> settle down. Like, t- Travis Kelsey should, should definitely still be the first drafted tight end. You know? I mean,
1: he's, yeah, I mean, he really is the only, he's the only, like, clear and option there, clear and consistent option. They're going to rotate. All those guys are going to get a couple targets a game or whatever it is, and it, Kelsey's going to be the first read if you know if they're passing every time. It just – that's how it's going to be, unless he gets hurt. And that's, of course, all bets are off here if people get hurt. But if he's healthy for the whole time – I mean, the only person I feel like that will have the volume is possibly Andrews, and he may not even this year with, you know, Zay Flowers there and if a, he- a healthy Bateman. I just don't know that – you know last year Andrews did get hurt but he had you know he he was the guy this year there's there's more options
0: so it's true it's true and even Kelsey, Hawkinson has Justin Jefferson to contend Yeah
1: and Addison and I yeah Hawkinson is uh yeah I don't think he's in contention for that I think it's Absolutely. those two or, or nobody and
0: yeah. I'm with you so settle down <laughs> settle Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, so William Stevenson, Miles Sanders finishes the season with more receiving yards than DeAndre Swift. Uh, I'm going to call that tepid water because DeAndre Swift is kind of, and I'll I'll say I hear you. I think that makes sense. I Philly, I mean, Swift just doesn't stay healthy and there's a bunch of guys there. So I don't know. Yeah, I think Gainwell
1: will kind of, I mean, if you want a spice, maybe Gainwell has more than...
0: Gainwell well, leads leads yeah. the Eagles in uh fantasy points at the running. Back I would position. love that
1: because I just drafted him last night in my home league. So that'd be a
0: little bit spicy. <laughs>
1: I'd be okay with that. <laughs> All
0: right. Let's go to uh let's see here. Uh Josh Jacobs won't be top 10 in rushing yards. That's from Walter uh Waterstory 112 on Discord. Uh Josh Jacobs just signed that one-year deal, kind of the same thing that Saquon Barkley did. Uh he was number one last year. So what do you think?
1: I think that if he's healthy, I think he's in the top 10. I don't know how he isn't. Um, That offense, we're not really sure what's going to happen there with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I feel like he might be a nice little security blanket. Now, there's also the fear that he hasn't practiced this whole time, and he may pull a hammy on day one, and then – you know be out for a bit and may not get get enough volume uh, over the course of the season to do that but if he is healthy uh, i i don't see him not being in that top 10. i just i think the volume is going to be there and he's good
0: yeah yeah i think that that's how I think. like fantasy points per game i think or i'm sorry rushing yards per game i think he's gonna be top 10 regardless yeah. Right. But you're right. I mean, there is concern about the injuries. So, you know, I hear you and settle down on that. Yeah. I I hear (laughs) you that he might get hurt. Settle down. He's going to produce if he's healthy. I mean,
1: I think that's a whatever between three and four on the spice meter because I just don't think that that's, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, spicy to scorching hot. That makes sense to me.
1: You'd think by now we're thirty-one minutes in. I'd remember the things. I remember no. tepid, tepid, and spicy. I got two and three down,
0: but I don't. That's okay. Anything else. You know, you just live in the middle. That's where we. Yeah. That's that's how we do it. That's what works out. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say. Uh, let's hear. Uh, uh, TL slept on Discord says that Michael Pittman Jr. will finish as a top twenty wide receiver. Oh. What do you think of this one? Oof. Um.
1: A lot of it depends on what Anthony Richardson. said. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen there, but what was he like? Where did he finish last year? Do we know? Do you have that?
0: I didn't. Have, this was kind of a later question. I did yeah, not look I can that look. up, but he's going as the wide receiver 36 right now. So 20 makes it, I would call it, I would call that a scorching hot take. Uh, I wonder
1: because and- I'm thinking, okay, so last year, right? He had the corpse of Matt Ryan and it was not good. Um, And I wonder, I'm curious where he finished with that. Cause I feel like Richardson has to, even if he doesn't take super quick and he, you know, I I feel like he at least has to be better than, than what Matt Ryan uh, gave us.
0: The other thing and the Cam Newton comparison, right. Um, The, 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 the Cam Newton comparison is lazy because they're both big running quarterbacks. Right. But one thing that Cam Newton did that Anthony Richardson also does is balls right the ball sails high on them so uh Michael Pittman's huge (laughs) and that's something that you know oh yeah and the the talent is absolutely there um yeah so I I feel like because like Kelvin Benjamin put up a thousand yards with Cam Newton and I feel like I can I can talk myself into the idea that Michael Pittman is exactly the kind of receiver that's gonna be phenomenal with Anthony Richardson because of that wide catch radius. You know okay. what I mean?
1: Yes, I do. Um I just looked it up. So Michael Pittman was wide receiver 30 in half PPR points per game last year. And then um he was wide receiver 23 overall though, uh in half PPR points. So you think that there has to be some sort of improvement there uh with Anthony Richardson. Or if it ends up being Gardner Minshew then you know I feel like that's a step in the right direction from um what we had last year so uh yeah
0: more memories are made when you're there for live nfl action and when you need tickets Ticketmaster's got you covered as the official marketplace of the nfl ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com NFL. Yeah, no, I'm with it. So I'm going to give that, I'm going to give it a scorching hot. And I'm going to say, I hear you. I hear you on that one. So uh, let's see here. I'm going to say, at uh, Zare805 on YouTube says, Luke Musgrave finishes top seven among tight ends while receiving a 20% plus target rate.
1: God, that's so weird. We were just talking, I was just talking about him before we came on air.
0: Um <laughs> So I will say uh, Cole Komet was the tight end seven last year. So I do think that Luke Musgrave could do as well as Cole Komet did last year. Uh, I will also say Green Bay tight ends collectively saw 17% of targets last year on that team. So Musgrave would need about 113 targets based off of last year's 563 pass attempts. Uh, That I think is harder to see. I think it's a little harder to see Luke Musgrave doing that. I just think there's a lot of mouths to feed there. So so I'm going to say like, I'm going to say it's kind of a kind of spicy of a take. And I'm going to say, like, settle down on the target rate. And I hear you on the tight end seven.
1: You know, it's interesting, right? So you, well, actually, hold on. This was not on air. So I can't. you were roasting my take earlier and you were telling me there's no difference between tight end, whatever, and tight end, whatever, right. You, that same thing you just said to me, but we didn't do that on air. So I can't even talk about that. Um, I will say Luke Musgrave has a few things against him, right? He's a uh-huh. rookie, which is a historical, not, you know, good for fantasy purposes. And like you said, there's a bunch of mouths if you there and you've got, you know, a, a quarterback that doesn't have a ton of experience. So um, there's a lot of things against him to get into that top seven, but on the flip side, if there's any position that that could happen, it is tight end because it's a crapshoot after the top three. So, I give it like a, I don't know, I'll give it a three, and I'll give it a. I hear you a little bit.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, 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 I think that makes sense. I, I hear you, and I don't think he's gonna have the target rate. That's, that's where I'm at with that. Um, all right. So, uh, let's see here. Our friend Samson, thank you for sending in uh, on YouTube at Salmon Samson fifty. Uh, thank you so much for sending in Ramondre Stevenson finishes as a top three fantasy running back. Oh, I'm going to call that a flamethrower take. I think that's very hot to, to the what, running back three. He was RB 11 last year. Now they have Zeke there. So I think it's a really, really hot take. How viable. Spicy. Does is?
1: <laughs> uh, that is spicy. I will say from a personal standpoint, I hate to bring it back to me always, but I just drafted him last night in my home league. Um, so I would love for that to happen. There's a lot of things that need to happen there. I mean, it's the Patriots' backfield. Like, do they produce a top three? You know, it's a very difficult thing to ask of of, of Bill Belichick in that that situation. He, he very rarely will allow somebody to have the volume to, to be a top three running back. But Ramondre's talented enough, and if he gets that volume... I don't hate it. I mean, I would like to go more, like, top seven than top three if I had to go with a take there. But, um, yeah, I think it's very spicy, and I give it a uh, settle down, but, you know, I'd love for it to happen.
0: Yeah, I can tell myself <laughs> a story where that yeah. happens, but it's just, it's that Bill Belichick factor, man. I yeah. just can't. I, I, I think he's worth drafting at like, 80. this is
1: the year he'll, you know, you know.
0: I think he's worth drafting at ADP. I like him. He's fine. I think he's going to catch passes, which is nice. I think Zeke's going to steal enough touchdowns to keep him. And the Patriots are going to stall enough on offense to keep him from that top three territory where we expect to see, you know, the Saquon Barkleys. Unless he busts out a bunch of,
1: yeah. Unless he busts, busts out a bunch of huge runs, right? Which he might,
0: you know, he was pretty, pretty explosive last year and uh, runs like a runs like a tank. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm going to say it's a flamethrower take and I'm going to say, settle down. But I, I, I get where it's coming from. Just settle down. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So uh, Jeff Snook, 1152 on YouTube. Jalen Warren usurps Najee Harris by week three and oh. finishes as a borderline RB1 and then is a second round draft pick next year. I feel I'm like- I'm going to let you a, take
1: that, Brandon. That's I, all you. I feel like it's a personal attack. Yes. On I'm going to sit but, back here and let you talk.
0: <laughs> so I like Jalen Warren, right? But we need to talk about efficiency a little bit, right? When you're getting- the touches that Jalen Warren gets, you're getting them on passing downs and you're getting them in situations where their change of pace and their complimentary touches, they look different. If you give Jalen Warren 20 touches a game, he's not going to carry over the same efficiency. It's just not going to happen. We're going to see this with Tony Pollard this year, right? I like Tony Pollard. He's going to be very good, but to expect him to average, the amount of production and efficiency that he does when he's getting between the tackles Zeke Elliott carries on top of those other carries. That's a lot to ask of a running back and very few running backs, not named Jamal Charles do that. So I, I, I get why people love Jalen Warren, but I think they're forgetting that Najee Harris is good. Like second half of last year, Harris had 20.1 touches per game with Jalen Warren getting eight. And Najee Harris was really good. All those efficiency problems went away after Harris got healthy. Kenny Pickett started playing like an NFL quarterback and everything else uh, came together. So healthy, solid offense. Najee Harris goes in right now, looks solid. I think it's going to be a one-two backfield with Najee Harris getting two thirds of the touches. I don't see this. I think it's scorching hot. Uh, I, it's down from flamethrower just because people tend to hate Najee Harris and love Jalen Warren. So it doesn't really shock me that this is coming out, but barring injury, I just don't, I don't see Najee Harris getting benched for Jalen Warren. I think they like the one, two back. Maybe it becomes more of a 60, 40 split, but I, 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 I yeah, I'm going to call it flamethrower. I'm going to say a hearty, healthy, friendly, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Jed does, Jed's not, are, are you, are you, are you going to argue with me at all on that one?
1: Oh, no, I'm I'm definitely not going to argue with you. I, I think it's, I don't know, it's become like this thing. People just like love to hate Najee and love to love Warren. And listen, last year I drafted Warren all over the place uh-huh. uh, because I thought, some, you know, and I feel like, I think Warren's going to, you know, be in there. He's going to keep Najee fresh. It's it's his, Najee Harris's job. He's not losing it. They like Warren. Warren is good. We're not going to say he's not good. But i don't think that that he's not going to steal his job he's not going to cause him to lose volume they're not going to swap out and i think he's going to be there to spell him when he needs to spell him and i think he's you know warren's going to have some great plays and some great stuff but uh i feel like if you're drafting him thinking you're going to play him every week i just don't think it's a good idea
0: that it makes perfect sense i would have been a good veteran best ball uh, contested this week, so yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's go. Uh, Kishibi, um, Kishibe, K i s h i b e on Discord sends us. Tj Hawkinson finishes outside the top ten tight ends. Uh, we also got a George Kittle finishes outside top twelve in tight ends from Neil Dutton, our friend Neil. Uh, so let's tackle those two together. Kittle and Hawkinson outside the top ten tight ends. Jen, uh, how crazy do you think that is?
1: Outside the top ten. I mean, it could happen, right? We've talked already about tight ends and how it absolutely can happen. I don't – listen, I was just – yeah, I just wrote about him today uh, for my newsletter that goes out tomorrow. I don't love Hawkinson at ADP. I don't love where he's being taken. So I do feel like outside the top five, I'm 100% down with, and I really feel like that may happen. Outside the top ten, I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like he would have to get uh, a lot less volume. You know, last year we had only what a half, little over a half of a year sample size, right? When he was traded and they used him a lot. But like we said earlier, they now have Jordan Addison and it's a different situation there now. So they may, he may get less volume and he would have to be much more efficient, which, you know, isn't out of the realm of possibility. But I think, um, I feel like he somewhere between eight and 10, I feel like is kind of where I feel like he's going to finish. Uh, but outside the top 10, that's a, you know, a maybe, a, a settle down three, whatever.
0: <laughs> so you're going to give it a settle down and spicy. I'm going to call it flamethrower because uh, okay. Tide End falls off a cliff after the top five or so. And those yeah. two were both top four in both total fantasy points and fantasy points. Oh, I day. didn't even
1: address Kittle, but yeah.
0: Yeah, both of them were, were top four. Top four, both of them, in both fantasy points per game and total fantasy points. That's with like missing time and being traded mid season. I just, I think they're too good. They get too much volume. I think for them to fall outside the top ten or even really the top eight, I think they need to be hurt. As long as they're healthy, I think they're going to be top. I think they're going to be top five, but top ten definitely. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, settle yourself down. Just settle that. Take, take a deep breath and settle down. <laughs> All right, next one uh, from Ch- Chipolopolo, Chipolopolo <laughs> <laughs> from Discord. Uh, thank you for uh, the question. DK Metcalf finishes outside the top wide rec- top twenty wide receivers, and Tyler Lockett repeats as a top twenty wide receiver as well. So, DK Metcalf outside top twenty, Tyler Lockett inside top twenty. Okay. Um. So Metcalf's being drafted as the wide receiver 15 right now. Uh-huh. Lockett as the wide receiver 27. That's where they're being drafted.
1: And then you've got Jack- Jackson Smith and Jigby is now, you know, he has a fractured wrist. He just had surgery. <clears throat> they say a week one. Week one is, is, is iffy. But, I mean, he will be back. But if he misses significant time, uh, I can see them. But, you know, I don't know. Wait, so Lockett is inside of what did you say? I'm Inside
0: the top 20 and beats DK Metcalf, who lands outside the top 20.
1: Okay, so 20 is where we are. Um, I don't know. I feel like they're both kind of wide receiver two territory. So I feel like they're both going to kind of be uh, right in there. Yeah, that's a difficult one to really navigate because Seattle as a whole – We're just assuming the Gino, you know, I've said this a bunch this summer, but we're assuming the Geno Smith that that showed up last year out of nowhere shows up again this year out of nowhere. And what if he doesn't then, and they all take a step back because that can really happen. I mean, Geno Smith was a straight up backup that went from team to team to team for years and years and years. And then all of a sudden last year was the starting caliber receiver. Uh, I hope that he shows up again for all of our sakes, because we're all drafting these guys. Um, If he doesn't, they could be in trouble. But I feel like they're both kind of in there. I feel like they're both, both guys could end up. uh, I don't think, I don't think either of them will be a wide receiver one. So I don't know if that's, you know, the part of the take, but I think around 20, I think is kind of okay for both. So I don't know where that puts me on the, on the meter or any of that, but that's my take
0: on it. Oh, so it sounds like Jen (laughs) determines it. uh, I hear you. And yes. uh, also determines it as a uh, a tepid water tank. Yeah, I, I guess right. so. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna call it ice cold. I'm gonna call it an ice cold tank. So uh, appreciate it completely. But Tyler Lockett always outscores DK Metcalf. So you know, <laughs> Metcalf was wide receiver 18 last year. So you know, okay, he could fall. Yeah, yeah. fall out the 20 uh, out the top 20. So uh, appreciate that. Let's hear. Uh, how about from uh brujo especial on discord the bears will win brujo especial especial i'm sorry oh Uh, i just
1: know him because i do those discord amas so oh excellent same with Uh, the last guy like that's why yeah his name sounded familiar as well
0: (laughs) so yeah the bears will win their division this is another non-fantasy question uh bears were dead last last year in that division so uh i call that a flamethrower take and i would say i would say settle down but what do you think jen
1: Yeah, I don't think that much of a leap is happening. I mean, that's a tough division. I mean, even though Aaron Rodgers is gone and, you know, it's a little different, but I just don't see – I see them actually probably finishing last again. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe last or second to last. But I think that, yeah, I think that's flamethrower, and I say settle down. I just – I mean, it would be nice for the Bears to be good again. uh, But last year was – you know, the last couple years have been rough.
0: Pretty rough.
1: they're going to need to pass the ball a little more than what they did last year. They were dead last. I think they threw 377. That's just off my head. I could be completely wrong, but uh passes for the entire season. No bueno. You got you got to you know, you got to move the chains in order to win.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. I like that. Um we're we're starting to come up on time. I'm gonna try oh. to breeze through a few of these. We've got like 10 more to do. I just appreciate our listeners so much. It's awesome. Uh at Walter Brown, 9651. Brandon Ayuk catches 95 balls this year. So that's uh that's the take. Uh what do you think of that one, Jen?
1: 95 balls, huh? Let's see.
0: I'm he looking caught, real he caught 78 last year.
1: Okay. And I'm looking right now at John, you know, John, uh John Paulson and his rankings. He has he has actual predictions here he has him for 64 yards i mean catches
0: 64 okay so that's 64 a receptions
1: and he has him for three rushing attempts <laughs> but yeah so he has him for 64 and uh walter says what 90 something i think that uh unless McCaffrey and Samuel and Kittle go down. I just, that's a lot. That's a lot of balls with a lot of mouths there. So I'm going to go with a four and I'm going to go with a settle down.
0: Okay, all right. I think that's fair. I, What's I, four again? Uh, four is Scorching Hot.
1: Scorching Hot, settle
0: yeah. down. Scorching Hot takes, settle down. I I, I, I I almost hear you because 95 seems attainable, but you're right. There's just too many mouths to feed. So I think, I think I'm with you. Four, Scorching Hot, and settle down. I think that's where I'm going to land uh let's see here so let's go to another one uh greg sylvander on discord we're gonna combine two of them says nick chubb ends as the rb1 and garrett wilson ends uh top three wide receiver so chubb number one running back garrett wilson top three wide receiver from greg sylvander on uh, discord what say you
1: um let's see greg i think that that's like a tepid because i could i I think that both of those things can happen. I, I don't, they're not, neither of them are too out of the, of the scope of things of possibilities. So I give it a tepid and I give it, a, I hear ya. I, you know, I love Nick Chubb. I mean, I'm, I'm always a UGA homer, so I will always, uh, but you know, go, go to battle for Nick Chubb. And I feel like without, I mean, right now, you, you know, with Kareem Hunt gone, Jerome Ford is hurt. Like they may sign somebody else. They may not. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson hasn't been great. So I think it's going to be the Nick Chubb show. So if there's enough volume there and he stays healthy, I can absolutely see that happen. And Garrett Wilson, I mean, if him and Aaron Rodgers get hot, I can absolutely see that happening too.
0: Yeah. I think Garrett Wilson's going to get just a ton of targets. I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to target him a ton. And, and I'm with you, Nick Chubb. I will say like RB1 overall is pretty bold. I'll give that spicy. uh, but I also hear you because I do think that if you were to pick one running back that I would predict is the most likely to definitely finish inside the top five, I feel confident. Like Nick Chubb's that guy for me.
1: Like, right. I mean, and it doesn't matter which format. I mean, I was, you know, people are always like, oh, it's it's PPR, no Chubb. No. And then you look and I'm like, he's still like, he still, he does catch passes. I mean, not as much as, you know, McCaffrey or Eckler, but um, he is involved in the passing game more than people realize. So and he's, you know, he's the best pure runner in the NFL. That's his his moniker, so.
0: <laughs> he is phenomenal. Uh, okay, so uh, Hef on Discord. Hi, Hef. Uh, says that Marvin Mims finishes as a top 20 wide receiver. So, rookie Marvin Mims, Denver Broncos, had a phenomenal preseason game the other day. Uh, top 20 wide receiver. I think that's a flamethrower take. I think that's top 20 is pretty high. What do you think? So, um, oh, hold on a second. I'm about to cough. Give me one. You can cough. That's all right. Coughing is okay. Marvin Mims, though, uh, rookie, you know, has an opportunity with Jerry Judy. It's going to be interesting.
1: I I like Mims. I wish he was on a different team, Um, (laughs) and not not because. So opportunity wise, he's in a great spot, right? I mean, unfortunately, Jerry Judy uh, does does have a hamstring issue, which those you know those tend to linger, Uh, and Mims has proven himself well. Uh, Tim Patrick is gone. I'm not gone, but he's out for the season. K.J. Hamler, I think, is still hurt. So he really – I mean, he was already looking at wide receiver three territory, and now he's looking at wide receiver two on that team. The problem is Russell Wilson, and the problem is that offense in general. They're just – we all hope, of course, they take a step forward. But uh, so far – you know, with Sean Payton, I mean, it, it, the, the chances are there. But even in limited preseason stuff, like it just – I don't know. Russell Wilson might be uh, – I don't want to say done, but – so that's the only reason that I don't think he can be in like wide, what is he, 20? 20, what, is twenty?
0: 20? Top 20 is high. Top 20 is high.
1: I think now, I think Mims could possibly end up as a wide receiver three. Like, And that's still spicy-ish because, but top 20 is, is uh, yeah, that's a settle down for me.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, it's a settle down for me. I call it a flamethrower taking a settle down, although I do like Mims. I am interested in it. Yeah. Uh, Mason Miller wants to roast wow. me a little for ca- calling Damian Pierce a a bust i i don't remember calling damian pierce a bust and, although i have said that i don't like damian pierce at adp so that might be it that i uh, i think i Evan wrote him Fibiteri up as a bust but he it.
1: didn't put me down there so i'm gonna okay. act like i didn't say it but i have so uh,
0: but I'll, I'll take that from you mason thank you very much i'll take that uh, i did say that he's not not valuable at adp and he does look really good against the saints the other night so it's uh I, I might be wrong there. It's going to be very interesting. I'm rooting for Damian Pierce, though. I, I'm rooting for that offense. I like Devin Singletary, CJ Stroud. Should be a lot of fun. Thank you very much for dropping into the chat. Always happy to hear any of my takes thrown back in my face. Uh, let's see here. So, <laughs> Water Story 112 on Discord 49ers and Ravens both get bye weeks in the playoffs. So, that means they both finish as the one seeds this, uh, this offseason. I, I think that's a tepid water take. What do you think, Jen? <sighs> um, 49ers were one game back from that yeah last year,
1: 49ers right? I see more than the Ravens yeah, I ju- Ravens I'm were not... four
0: games back so yeah
1: and yes they, they they have a clear I can see them finishing like you said more than four games back but I just don't know that they have a better record than say the Chiefs or say the Bills or I'm not sure uh 49ers I can see possibly being there I say yeah I give it a I give it like a 2.5 and I give it a like, I hear you, but, but maybe not.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that's it. Let's give, let's give the 49ers <laughs> a tepid water and we'll give right. the Ravens a, a scorching yeah. hot. So it okay. will land on spicy. <laughs> that's, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. All right. So uh let's hear. Let's see. Nick MHC on Discord says the Eagles all underperformed their ADP due to Super Bowl loser hangover. So uh Super Bowl hangover is something I subscribe to. So I, I get where that's coming from, but that Eagles offense looks really good. So I'm gonna call that a scorching hot take and I'm gonna say settle down because I think to say all of them underperform is a lot. Because that, that's I mean, Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. I yeah. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't think they I mean, it could be in the running back situation could could be right. Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift, those guys can underperform. I mean, maybe one of the receiver. I just, I don't know. Goddard could possibly underperform just because there's a lot going on there. But as a whole, they're not. All the pieces are not going to underperform at their ADP. They just can't. They're, they're, yeah. I, I think that's. Uh, I think that's a settle down from me.
0: All right. All right, so we've got uh, two more. Uh, okay. Well, we've got three more. One is uh, Dotson over McLaurin from Ryan Noonan. appreciate that from Ryan, but that, that came in before McLaurin Yeah, got his turf toe, so I'm going to kind of um, – because that, that's not as spicy now that now that McLaurin's out. Right, so, it was uh, spicy
1: prior, but yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely, so thank you very much for that, Ryan. Uh, our friend Justin Edwards says, Jordan Love finishes higher than Aaron Rodgers did last year. I think that's kind of tepid water because Rodgers was the QB thirteen uh in overall points last year i think jordan love could finish higher than that what do you think
1: uh yeah i think he can i don't know if he will but there's potential for him too yeah
0: yeah i I could see that i hear so i hear you justin i hear you and our friend brett luskin uh said aj Dillon outscores aaron jones in fantasy that one's a little spicier what do you think of that
1: i hope not i've been drafting aaron jones everywhere because he's so cheap i can't uh, i can't subscribe to that no nope
0: no yeah I, i'm not even I gonna give either. a reason
1: i just I, I yeah no
0: i just think aaron jones is gonna keep at least catching passes and that's gonna put him uh above dylan at least so uh jones had 219 fantasy points last year in half ppr uh dylan was at 153 that's 12.9 per game nine per game uh you know that's a that's a, almost four points per game that he'd have to make up there so right. uh not there so uh mr Scamper says real quick uh mr Scamper says the panthers will have a top 24 wide receiver but he doesn't know who it is which uh, makes perfect sense to me uh i don't know i i i think they're going to have lots of weeks where one of their wide receivers is top 24 in the week i don't know about end of season uh what do you think jen um
1: I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't listening to you because I was reading this kicker question. Something about the Panthers, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry.
0: Yeah, so I was I, I was saying I'm gonna say settle down on one of the receivers finishing the season top 24. But I do think in any given week you'll have Panther receivers finishing the top 24.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. It's gonna be a tough cause Thielen, you know, we, we had we had put him out to pasture, but he has proven that he maybe we we shouldn't do that because he had a pretty good preseason. And Mingo is exciting and interesting. So I feel like they could alternate. I mean, Thielen may end up doing his little touchdown vulture thing and, and sneak in there um, just on touchdown dependency alone. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough to uh, to figure out from week to week. I feel like the Panthers' wide receivers are a perfect better and best ball situation.
0: Okay. I like that. But makes perfect sense to me. And I'm just rooting for Jonathan Mingo. I just hope it works out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Trey Serosinko has a kicker question for you. Let's go ahead and answer that kicker question. Jen. I was
1: reading think? it and I'm sorry, I completely was. No,
0: nope, hey, look, you can't Panther. bring up kickers <laughs> around Jen and expect her to pay attention to anything. I else.
1: was reading, <laughs> um, okay, so he picked up Bass, and, or, I'm sorry, yeah, uh, it is Mr., so it is a he. I don't want to assume. Uh, I picked up Bass and Zerline in my two leagues. What are your thoughts? Do you have any sleepers? Bass, I always love Bass. Zerline, I don't know, I don't love Zerline, I think he's fine. Uh, I think he'll be fine. I stream kickers, as you guys know, so I don't really hang on to one for the whole season. So um, and then as far as sleepers go, I mean, there is plenty based on like I can tell you week one who I like. But uh, for the season itself, I mean, I think they're both fine. I mean, he's Greg the leg for a reason. Uh, so I think you're fine. Like I would just stick with those two for now and then you can kind of play the matchups as you go. Um, I personally, I drafted Greg, uh, Greg Joseph last night just because I like Minnesota's uh, first matchup at home. I think they play Indy uh, in the dome so at home. So I picked him up there, but uh, yeah, I like my only real thought and, and just as much as people want to draft uh, Jake Elliott, just don't do it. Like I've, research has shown over the years you want to do it because you want a piece of that philly offense and they just don't kick field goals so he's the only guy of the top teams that i would say no but like for example buffalo like bass is fine and then uh the jets you know if if they're top five as we talked about earlier then Zerline will be fine there
0: excellent excellent let's answer christian nova's question real quick they have the 10th pick in a 10 man uh half ppr curious who we'd look at for 10th and 11th overall picks uh first off I definitely go to 444.com and read all the perfect draft articles I think mm-hmm. I actually wrote one 10th and a 10 team half jr league I think you I wrote did. that one and I would just say pick your two favorite receivers I I yeah. just AJ Brown Stefan Diggs, CD lamb whoever you yeah like.
1: amon Ross, CD lamb Stefan Diggs Garrett Wilson like two of those and I think you're you're golden yeah, that, yeah that's what I you
0: like do. So, yeah. whatever works out um so Jen, do you want to quickly say what your hot take was before we go? We're, we're definitely out of time here, but I oh, want to yeah, hear Oh, we,
1: yeah, we never did our own. No. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go quickly. Um, Cole Turner, and for those of you who don't know who he is, he's a tight end for the Washington Commanders. Uh, I'm going he's, you know, top 15. And Brandon made fun of me and said that that was not a spicy take, but it is a spicy take because – Logan Thomas is technically the starter uh but he is out right now with a calf injury he has been practicing uh but he hasn't played a full season since 2020. he's 32 years old Cole Turner uh he has the the, the Greg Dulcich hair I don't know if you've noticed he has the same well I'm in the, now
0: now yeah, I'm. he in. has the
1: same hair um <laughs> and he's been the starter all the way through the preseason He had 10 catches for 74 uh, yards in the in the three contests and you got eric biennemi who loves himself a, a an elite tight end so let's go cole turner that's my that's
0: my take top 15 excellent excellent uh sean lopano talked about drake london finishing top 20 we talked we addressed yes. Drake london at the top of the hour uh long story short we like that we, we, we i hear it. you i think yeah. that's very very fair we uh, and jed yeah when i initially saw that i will be honest i forgot uh, very much forgot that Logan Thomas existed. And now that I remember that Logan Thomas existed, I humbly apologize. Throw myself before he's you. got some spice. A little. Me. I, I'm going to call it scorching hot. I'm going to call right. it scorching Thank you. hot.
1: Appreciate that. All right. What are, you, what are you bringing to the table here with your take?
0: I had to stay on brand. And just because all I've talked about for like three months is how much George Pickens is going to be great. So I'm going to say he's going to be a top five fantasy wide receiver. So top five fantasy wide receiver. And next year he's going to be that guy that everyone's drafting along with where CD Lamb and Stefan Diggs are next year. All
1: right. Um yeah, I, and you know, I loved George Pickens. I loved George Pickens before you even knew who George Pickens was.
0: That's so, absolutely but, true. Cuz <laughs> I
1: watched him in college. However, top 5 is is spice. I mean, that is like habanero, scotch bonnet, you know that that's 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 up there man that's i don't know on the scoville ranking what that is but it's a lot um i would love to see it but ah uh, top 10 i'll give you maybe but five is um that's up there and that's with yeah
0: Top ten didn't feel spicy enough. It, no, it felt, I hear you. I mean, it I felt understand too reasonable.
1: I understand that you went for the dramatic spice effect. And I understand that you probably don't really believe that he's gonna be a top five. I, I do wish. I do ish. <laughs> okay. Ish. All right.
0: I think I I I think a Jamar Chase 2021 season is within yeah. realm for him. I think. Where, where Chase was the wide receiver for that year. I just think, I think he's going to get big plays. And I think, I think that's going to crush. I mean, the guy can. I would
1: love to see it. Yeah. Nothing more.
0: I love it. Uh, So we're, we're woefully out of time here. Uh, This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you to everybody who joined us in the chat. Everybody who sent us questions on YouTube and Twitter and everything. Uh, we love you all and appreciate you. Uh, Next week, we start our weekly streaming podcast. Yes. It's going to be Jen and Brandon still all season long. Just the two shifting. of us. That's right, but we're shifting to Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, so we're going to go a little early in a day later. That way we can cover uh, streaming options and who to pick up. So we're going to start that next week, so come join us every Tuesday during the season live on the 4 for 4 YouTube channel. Discuss streamers that'll get you through your fantasy season. You can follow us on Twitter, at Jen Inkins NFL, and at Brandon. Thanks so much for checking us out. Have a great day.